0: Welcome for a special episode of Digital Marketing Life. This is based on an article I wrote and posted on LinkedIn called The Catch-22 of GDPR and Privacy Laws. How laws like GDPR and the California Consumer Privacy Act are fundamentally flawed. It's straightforward, right? A person visits your website and they just don't want you to track them. They opt out or they don't opt in and they ask that you stop keeping track of them forever. So just stop it already, what's so complicated? Do you see the fundamental problem here? Let's walk through the mechanics. When a person opts out of tracking, they're asking that you never track them again. However, the next time they visit your website or any other digital property, you need to know who they are in order to opt them out of any tracking that you have in place. But if you're not allowed to track them, how are you able to identify them the next time they visit your website? It gets worse. So, you'll say that we only have to track that initial data point, identify the user, and then opt them out of further tracking. That also sounds pretty simple, right? Not at all. What we're dealing with here is essentially an implementation of personalization, and the practical reality of putting that requirement into law is that every business is forced to comply. That means that even my wife's one-person marriage coaching website, if she has a visitor from the EU or California, she's now forced to track users in order to allow them to opt out of further tracking. So you might say, fine, just cut off California and the EU from your website and call it a day, right? Wrong. Not only are these laws likely to spread meaning that they would be in other states soon, in other countries. But even today, if a member of the EU happens to be in Atlanta, Georgia, and we track them after they've opted out, we're in violation of GDPR already. Also, go ahead and try to tell my CFO at Search Discovery that we just can't do business in the EU or California anymore. It's not going to happen. On top of all of it, this stuff is hard to execute on. The vast majority of businesses... Have not enabled personalization capabilities on their web properties today. And these laws effectively are requiring a basic version of one. We're literally forcing companies that would otherwise not be sophisticated enough to track users in the first place to start tracking users and in a really sophisticated manner for them by 2020. This is the type of stuff that kills productivity in businesses. You might be liberal, conservative, libertarian, it does not matter. If you're running a business online today, this is a huge time suck. But at the end of the day, we're all users too. The scary part of machine learning is not how powerful it is. What terrifies me is the fact that it allows human beings behind the code to operate with increasing cognitive dissonance with relation to the impact of what they've put into place. What do I mean? Well, let's imagine a world where an engineer... In a b2b company was literally watching somebody in real time surf their website they are observing what they typed into form fields how that user move, moves their mouse and how it hovers over various elements on top of that that engineer's job includes going through that user's linkedin going through their social profiles and leveraging that public but personal information, adding some firmographic data to populate more relevant headlines as that user's navigating the website and motivate them to act. That already sounds a bit creepy and would probably creep out that engineer, but that's only scratching the surface of what machines are doing on our behalves today. It's not just Facebook and Google, too. Our internet service providers, our mobile carriers, and our credit card companies are selling our data all over the place as users. Do I have a solution to this? No, not yet. But I don't think it's going to start with a law. It needs to start with us, the users. As users, we need to wake up. We need to reward companies that are using our data responsibly, transparently, and are providing tangible value back to us. In my original LinkedIn post on this topic, I linked to an article highlighting how banks are considering using our behavioral biometrics online to improve fraud detection. That's a great example of somebody we would want to let use our data to protect us. In turn, rewarding those companies who are competitors to the bad actors will punish those bad acting companies that abuse our data and abuse our attention. Overall, we're making strides here, but this first step of waking us all up We're just now at the beginning of that process.